What is going on, beautiful people of the world? Happy 12 days of gratitude. If you don't know what I'm talking about, this is my favorite time of the year. The Thrive Forever Fit podcast turns into the 12 days of gratitude series this time every single year. So from the 13th of December all the way through December the 24th, Christmas Eve, I will be launching a brand new episode with a special guest talking about the powers and awesomeness of gratitude. So make sure you tune in, make sure you listen to all 12 episodes. I promise you, they will be amazing. They will be awesome. And I wanna wish you a very Merry Christmas, an abundant holiday season, whatever you're into, be into it. I'm into it with you. Love you, enjoy the series. Here we go. Sean, my brother, how you doing? Yo, my brother Jay, what's up, man? Doing Dude, great. I am living the good life, man. I know you are too. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on. We um we're pretty new, pretty new acquaintances and new friends, um, just from kind of some Zoom chats back and forth. But when I was making my list for the 12 days of gratitude, your name just kept popping into my brain. And I'm like, all right, it looks like we're gonna say we're gonna do this. So thank you for saying yes. Dude, you're welcome, man. Thank you for saying that. I, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, we met this year, dude, and I'm grateful to have met you, man. And I'm grateful for what we've done so far, and I'm super grateful that we're doing this. And I got you on my mind for next year, man, some projects next year. So awesome. I know we're going to be collaborating, you know, as, as often. Yeah, I mean, you and I, you know, we kind of, you know, think in the same, you know, same energy, you know, paradigm. And so it's like, you know, whenever you have a connective energy, it's like it's, you know, that person just keeps popping up into your brain for some, you know, well, not for some reason, because that's the, that's the power of connection, right? Yeah, yeah, that's a great way to put it. Like attracts like, man. And yeah, dude, instant friends when we met. I agree 100%. And that's why I wanted to have you on. Let me just kick it off, brother. I think, you know, we kind of get caught up in, in definitions in the world that we live in today. I'm a big believer of like, self-defining what I think things are and what they should be and all that. And I don't really get caught up in the whole Webster's dictionary version of a lot of things. And so I'm going to ask you, if I just said the word gratitude to you, like, how do you, what does that mean to you? And it can be a feeling, it can be anything, man. How would you describe that? Yeah. Wow. That's a great way, great way to frame it, dude. Dude, what comes up for me, man, is like, I don't mean to sound cheesy, but it's like just good feelings inside. I just get this really good feeling around gratitude. It's like, an instant, you know, mind shifter, state shifter, and, and a reality check. Like if I'm in a funk or if I'm focusing on something that's not working or, you know, whatever. And if, and then when you say gratitude, it's just like instantly pulls me out of that and is, and puts me in the like, Oh yeah. Like I'm super freaking grateful. And then, and then just, I get start getting these mental images of all the things that I'm grateful for. Yeah. I, I, for me, I, I mean, I, I agree with you 1 million percent. That feeling is that it's that energy or that emotion that I attach to, you know, a lot of times, like when I'm start working with somebody and maybe they've never been in the world of, you know, coaching at all. And they've never thought about gratitude. They've definitely never written it down. It's definitely never become a, a part of their practice. And I start to say, okay, every day, I just want you to simply do one thing. I want you to write down three things every morning you're thankful and grateful for. They'll usually come back and be like, Jay, I don't know if this is what you want. Like, I mean, I coffee, um, my kids, my whatever, you know, so I think it always often starts out very, very benign, like very, you know, simplistic. But then once you learn the power of it and the energy associated with it, and you start to attach the emotion to the gratitude. For me, that's when it just kind of like explodes. Because like you said, if you're in that funk, you can't be in those two places at the same time. You can't be in a gratitudinal mind and that in that funky mind at the same time. And so if you can learn how to use gratitude as a superpower, it can pull you out of virtually any kind of funk that you're in. Dude, I love it, man. Yeah. You know what? That's what you just described is really when I think back to like when I first learned about gratitude um, and the power of gratitude, that was my practice in the beginning. Also, it was like I had to stop and think like, okay. I remember reading Eckhart Tolle around that same time when I started learning with gratitude, dude. And just a total side note, right before we started this, um, the, my, the mentor who taught me about gratitude, he, he taught a class called gratitude. He tagged me in a post 
of a memory of that workshop 10 minutes ago. It was like, that's wow, cool. man. Cause and that's what pops. He's one of the people that pop into my mind. But I remember when I was first practicing it, you know, learning, I would come up with, it, it would, I would have Eckhart Tolle in my head or mind. So I'd be like, okay, I'm really truly grateful for like the ability to see, you yeah. know, cause I used to do these walking meditations and just like close my eyes and just kind of be in that experience and be grateful for seeing. And then, and then outside of that one though, cause that was an example I got from him. It would be like material things, you know, money, um, things like that. And then over time it it started evolving. Um, and now when I connect with gratitude, I don't, I do connect to things and people, people's a big one and things and things also I'm grateful for things too. And, uh, and also though, when I connect into it now, I'm grateful for, um, what's coming my way, you know, and I, and I really use gratitude as a way to connect into what I want to call in. And then it's, instead of like calling it in, it's like, I'm, you know, I, in the, in my morning meditation, I I'll, I'll be gratitude for the things I have gratitude for the things I want and experience them like now, as if I've already got them, or if it's the people, or if it's an experience, like I'll be grateful for it now before it comes in. You know, I do the, I do the exact same thing. I write in the tense as it is. It's already happened. Right. Yeah. So that, I think that I think that's a that's probably a, a slightly bit more advanced practice than if you're just basically starting out and something you, you touched on, because I've had people bring that up before and they'll say they'll say, gosh, like, you know, sometimes I'm, I'm thankful for for money. And I think that's a weird topic because people are like, well, then that means you're greedy. And that's and again, I go back to the definition. Right. Like it's like nothing has power. Nothing has meaning unless we give it a unless we give it value. And so when I think sometimes I'm grateful for money or wealth. But it's always in the association of what I'm going to be able to do with that and whose life I can impact with that. So there's no there's no shame and there's no you don't need to feel guilty or feel bad if you're you know, I'm kind of talking to everybody because I think some people are like, well, I don't want I don't want to say that out loud. Just like, what are you going to do with it? What's the emotion? that? Because when I think about money, I just think about money as energy. It's like the transference of 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 energy to, to help people and do things and provide for people. And so it, it, it's not a bad thing. We don't have to, we don't have to discredit that. Totally. There's, there's such a, that's such a weird, there's, there's weird energy on money, you know? And I think we've been told by, we can go down a whole nother angle with this one, you know, by certain institutions that money is such a bad thing. Yeah. And it, you know, I think at the end of the day, man, what's beautiful about it is it's actually a creation, you know, money, money is a creation that we created just like everything else. Like the computer we're on zoom, someone created that. And I, I really feel like for me, um, you know, the, the purpose of why I'm here and what I'm coaching people on is about purpose and purpose to me is about creation. Yeah. So it's about like, what can I, possibly create and whatever I can think of in my mind, like that's something I can create. And so money is that somebody had an idea and they said, okay, let's stop trading cows for, you know, whatever. And let's come up with this form of transfer, you know, like you said, and and that's all it is. And it doesn't have any energy on it. Just the energy that we like, you know, place on it. But for me, I think of good. Well, I, I just think about like, I, I, there was times in my life where I didn't have money. And no. like, I remember, I remember going to, um, dude, I was so broke at one point I had to, I had to buy food at the dollar store, you know, literally I, so I, I was spending $2 a day on food from frozen meals at the dollar store. And, um, so when I think when, when I think about it, I'm like you, I think about what am I, what is it creating for me? Like, like a fridge full of food, man, dude, what a blessing yeah. that is, you know? So one of the ways and the things that I've done, so I, I'm going to butcher this story of where I got this, but there was a, there was a young man and he was in Japan and he got the opportunity. His, his goal was to interview all of the, the most successful people in Japan. And so he got this interview with one of the wealthiest billionaires in Japan and the story that he tells that he learned from this billionaire is that money is simply the exchange of energy. And this billionaire told him, he's like, it doesn't matter if I'm giving or receiving, I always say arigato, which is thank you in Japanese. And he said, I could, I could be writing a million dollar check to give away. And when I hand that money to that person, I say arigato. 
I could be receiving that million dollar check and I say the same thing, neither one having more power than the other. And that's how he explained to this, this younger kid that, that, that money is just simply energy, right? And if, if you're thankful to be able to give it and receive it, that that changes the dynamic of the relationship and it takes away the scarcity of it. The reason most people have a, a situation or a problem with money is because they've attached a scarcity model to it and that just freaks them out, right? Totally, man. But yeah, what a great, what a great story, man. Cause it's, it, we do have it wired often where it's just, it's like a one-way thing. Yeah. Like, all right, I got to get it, you know, yeah. close tight grip on it, bring it, bring it, bring it. I need it. And then like, I'm going to keep it. I don't know. Can I yeah. afford that? And it's like, that's cutting off that flow that it's not meant to be hoarded or it's not, and it's not scarce. No. It's not, it's a, we make it scarce. No. And that's a great, that's a great, you know, reminder, man. That And I, I do that to this day. I really, I actually say arigato, even though I'm not Japanese. And I do that because it, it, I, it it's a, it's a thing that I have to think about, right? Cause thank you is like, is, is a normal word for me to say, like, I can, I can easily say thank you. But when I say the word arigato, I have to like, cause it's not my natural language. Right. And so it's like, and it, it triggers my brain to go to that place of, listen, this is just a transference of energy. There's nothing, there's nothing more, there's nothing less to this. So for those of you guys out there, you may want to try that. Maybe not. Maybe you think I'm weird. But <laughs> I think you're weird and I love it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> we probably wouldn't be talking if you weren't weird, man. I, I, I was weird. I dig that. I, you know, that, that took a weird tangent on us, but I just, I think that was just yeah. something important to say. Cause I think a lot of times people get caught up in that. Well, I, you know, I want to be thankful for this, but, and so you can be thankful for anything guys. It doesn't matter. It's all about the reason, like the emotion and the energy and the frequency that you've connected to that thankfulness. And so, yeah, I appreciate you bringing that up about like how, you know, it's all the connection and the flow and all that jazz. Dude, absolutely, man. I love that you said that. I'm going to start practicing that. Arigato. I've never said that word before. It's, you know, what? it's challenging. It's because it, it's not our, it's not our natural, you know, tongue. And so it's, it does make you have to think and it, it doesn't roll off the tongue super smooth. But when I do it, I always feel good, right? It doesn't matter if I'm giving or receiving, you always feel good, you know, when you're, when you're making that transaction, because it triggers the brain to go to this place of recall of like, Hey, this is cool. Like, this is a good thing, right? Either way, both flow, right? Yeah. You know what? It, right away. It bring, it just brings up to me that like, um, it, it's a moment, that moment when you give it away or mm -hmm. when you're paying a bill or yeah. whatever it is, you know, um, you have, you, you can shrink, or you can expand and, yeah. and arigato in that moment, if you really connect to it, yeah. it def gives you a chance to expand. Yep. And, and even if you're paying like child support and you're like angry about it, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm not, that's not my example. I'm just saying it's what came to me. Yeah, no, I got it. You pay, it's like, okay, if you're angry that you're paying it or you're scarce that you're paying a bill and that's the last, it's like that moment now you're shrinking. And when you shrink, you're sending out that energy also of I'm going to get more of that. And that arigato is like a quick, like, okay, let me expand and yeah. connect and be grateful for sending this away. I, I like it. it. Love it. You said that. So in my, in my journal right here that I wrote this down the other day and it says, does the behavior make you shrink or expand? Oh, wow. Freaky, huh? So <laughs> yeah, and that's, that that's so truth. If we thought about that with everything, right. And so let's, let's, you know, moving it back to gratitude, Gratitude makes you expand, right? Gratitude opens you up and it, it, it opens you up and it allows you to be fulfilled and to fulfill, right? It's because if you're a grateful human and that's your goal of every single day, one of the things I write down every morning is, you know, one of my, one of the things I'm grateful for is the opportunity to impact everyone's life that I touch or talk to on a positive basis. And so I haven't done that yet, but that's what I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for that opportunity that I get to go into anybody's life that I get to have con connection with. And so I think it's a powerful, powerful thing. Dude, it is powerful, man. You know, when you, when you say that for me, it's, um, there, there's been times that I haven't been on purpose with the way I spend my time, mm -hmm. like maybe not connected to what I'm here to do or, or even when I am connected to it, I'll go through like some periods where I'm like super on fire, like crystal clear, making an impact. And then other times like that purpose, I won't, if I'm not connected to it, dude, that's like the most dreadful times 
that I'm ever in when I'm not connected to per, to a purpose. Yeah. You know? And so give, like, I get give me an it, example like, of that. It's what, yeah. What you just said, like, like being and being grateful that I get to serve people and make an impact. Like I have a vision and that, that vision includes other people and it includes them making an impact also. So like if a client messages me or uh, someone on my email list writes me back and like, I get to say something that's going to impact them, dude, it's like a weird two way thing. Cause like on one, on one side of it, I'm making an impact for them. And then on the, on the completely like selfish side of it, I feel like I'm being useful. I'm on purpose, like I'm serving and that feels amazing. And when I'm not in those, those times that I'm not in that, that maybe I'm focused on my shit or whatever, excuse my language. No, but like, it feels like hell, bro. And so you know, what do you do? What do you do? Cause I know, I mean, you, I mean, you and I are a lot alike. So what do you, I'm going to give you an example of what I do, but I want you to tell me. So when you, cause Oftentimes, if you're if you're if you're aware or your self awareness is pretty high, like you can catch yourself pretty quickly being like, okay, wait a minute, this do, I don't this doesn't feel good. Like my brain is not in alignment. Like, what do you do to get yourself back into that alignment phase where you know you can actually get to serve and, and be purposeful and all those things that you mentioned? Like, do you have triggers or tit or things that work for you? Yeah, dude. And there's probably levels to this also, yeah. but, uh, you know, right now the, what's been working amazing for me is I don't beat myself up. Like, huh? that's the first thing, like if I'm off track or I'm not being productive or like I wasn't my word or something like that right away, my brain goes to, goes to self beat up, you know, you just wants to, I just want to beat myself up. And so if I'm making a choice, like, cause this is the thing, if I make a choice, Dude, like, you know what I've had to eat today? This is funny. Totally against everything, right? I've had one piece of pizza today. That And it's it's 11 a.m. my time. I ordered a pizza last night, and I had pizza. And, like, the former uh, version of me, I would judge, I would have judged myself for that or been like, you should have pizza. You should do this or, like, whatever. And it's like, no, 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 not at all. I'm going to – if I'm going to make a choice – whether it's to be productive or not productive, then I'm going to own that choice. I'm just going to own it because I'm the one making the choice is yeah. my freaking choice. So if I'm just going to lay on the couch one day and not be productive when there's like all these things that maybe I could be doing, dude, I'm choosing to lay on the couch. So why would I beat myself up about that? Why would I be mad at myself? Why would I have negative self-talk? It's like, no, I chose that. Yeah. So that that's a big one for me. I just, being in being in congruency with the choices that I make and then owning it. And then sometimes like I coach people on like, okay, are those choices aligning with your vision? Well, yeah. dude, not always, <laughs> you know, they're right. not always, but then I'm going to get further off track. If I beat myself up for a choice, it's like, yeah. I get to own my choices. That's a big one for me. And then with the pizza thing, it's like, I'm so grateful that I could spend $40 on a piece of pizza. So like, I'm going to eat that pizza, not yeah. a piece of pizza, excuse me, like the whole delivery right. and tip and all that. Right. But dude, I'm connected to gratitude for that. Like, I understand it's not maybe the most nutritious meal. And then like, I just flip, I just flip it. And I'm like, man, I'm grateful that I got this. And I'm grateful to be able to eat it. And I'm going to like ingest it with great energy and then move on with my day. Yeah. Now, how so, did you, cause that's, that's, that's not an easy thing to do. Right. Cause I mean, most of, most of us, most humans, like we love to self-loathe and we love to beat ourselves up and like giving ourselves grace is generally, you know, way down the line. I mean, I know it's something I even struggle with from time to time. It's like, you know, you should be better than this. You know what I mean? It's like, but you, when you start talking to yourself like that, like that it's, it's definitely more damaging than the actual act or lack of act that you didn't do to put yourself in that place. How did you move from that old Sean that would have just beat yourself up to like where you are today? Like, was it a, was it an epiphany? What, what was it? It was an epiphany, man. It is truly epiphany. I, um, I listened to, I'm not even done with the book yet, but I, I listened to conversations with God from, uh, Neil Donald Walsh. And then I, I just interviewed him on, on uh, Friday, man, that book changed my, it just changed my whole perspective on so many things. And one of them is purpose. And, and like one of the things that I, I've always known, but like, didn't give myself, like never put words on, or maybe didn't realize it at the fullest in the fullest way I do now. I just truly believe that my purpose here 
is to create. It's to create. Like it's a blank slate, God or spirit or universe or whatever you want to call it. Like it doesn't matter. I believe that I have was, you know, and it's a fact, right? Like we have the ability to create, right? We're, I mean, and the greatest example is making children. We can create another human being and we create technology. We create, you know, our destiny, we create whatever. So when I connect into that knowing, how could I be, how could I possibly beat myself up? Cause if I'm creating and it's like a unhealthy meal, then it's like, I'm creating an unhealthy meal. It's like, I did it. I have the total freedom truly to create whatever I want. So in the moments that I'm doing things that maybe I used to beat myself up over, I'd look at it as it's like such freedom. Just be like, I have the ability to create downtime and not be productive. It's a creation, you know? So that's what, that's what shifted it for me is the creation of it. All right. Let me play devil's advocate because somebody's going to hear you say that and be like, yeah, but if I always fall back to that and I'm like, maybe I need to lose a hundred pounds. Like that's not going to be in alignment with who it is that I want. You know what I mean? You you understand what I'm saying? It's like, it's that double-edged sword of that. So how would you, how would you answer that question? Like, you know, yes, you created it, but if I continue to create it, what's going to happen? Like, how do you handle that? I think it's the same, man. I think it's the same. If someone has a hundred pounds to lose, whose judgment is it that they have a hundred pounds to lose? It's, it's their, it's coming from them. That's their own thing. And if they, it's, it's just like the money example, I think where it's neutral. Like if you have a hundred pounds to lose and you know, there's going to be consequences with that but the weight itself is neutral. Like you, the weight doesn't mean anything. It could, it may, it's likely going to impact your health. And that also is a creation. I look at that as like a creation. Like I understand I've, you know, I've talked over the years to thousands of people about weight loss and things like that. I understand that there are a lot of like emotional things, real things that have happened to people. And then as a result, they put on a lot of weight. So like, if someone's listening and something happened, like I get it, there's maybe some event that happened and you interpret, maybe you need to keep yourself safe. So you put a lot of weight on, I get that. And we can have that conversation, but that's also a creation. Also like the result of being overweight is a creation. And if you can realize that from a place of being responsible, instead of being a victim to it, then, then, then being overweight, hundred pounds overweight can't even have any energy on you. It can't have your power, but it's going to have your power. If you're in judgment about it, or if you are in victim about it, or if you realize, or if you think or believe that you don't have the power to change it, then it has energy over you, you know? So then, it, yeah. yeah, then you could just, and then on the, and then in addition to that, I would say like, do you want to lose the weight? If yeah. you don't, if you truly are being honest and you're like, fuck it, I'm going to eat ice cream, pizza all day, every day. Cause Sean had pizza in the morning. Yeah. And like, if that's true to you, like truly, truly true to you. And you're free in that, then congratulations for being free in that, you know? And, and if you're not free in that, then I think there's an invitation for you to connect to your vision, right? Cause you either free or you're not. And if you're not free, then it's like, what's the vision if you, and if you, underneath it if you're pretending that you're eating the ice cream and pizza and but ultimately you've given up or you've resigned then you're incongruent with what you really want and those choices are not congruent with what you want so you're giving your power away so then i think you got to connect that person has got to connect to the vision and be honest with themselves about what they really want and actually say it. I think sometimes we don't even say, we don't have the courage sometimes to say, what do we really want? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've actually asked people that, that very question, you know, if I'm on a coaching call and they'll be like, Hey, they'll be like, Oh, Hey, I want to lose, you know, one of those 80 pounds by said date. And I, and I'm always like, do you, do you really want to lose that? Or has somebody told you, you need to lose that, right? Or is it, is it your desire? Or, and, cause if you don't have the own, if you don't have the desire, right. Then the creation is neither here nor there. Like it's not going to, it's not going to matter one way or the other. So I think that's an awesome answer. I appreciate that, that perspective on that. And I agree with you hundred percent. I think that's, 
it, you know, it's the ownership of the creation of, of the life that we desire to live is really what it boils down to. Totally, man. That's it. Ownership. Say that again. The ownership of the. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. The ownership of, of the, the creation of the life that we desire to live. Like we get to, you know, we get through, through our decisions. We get the power to create the life that, you know, that is presentable to, to the world. And so, you know, I think if we, you hit the nail on the head when you said responsibility versus victimhood, right? It's like, we're responsible for everything, the good, the bad, the, the creation of, of whatever it might be. Can you, can you remember a time whenever you, you didn't use or didn't have like, you know, I think gratitude's like ultra buzzy, right? Like everybody's talking about gratitude and blah, blah, blah. But can you remember a time, like maybe before you started, you know, in your personal development coaching journey where like you never even thought about it? Yeah, totally. Of course, man. Of course, dude, I've been victim as much as anyone has mm -hmm. been victim, you know, and it's still fun to play sometimes, you know, I just, is now it's just like, I recognize it a lot faster. I would, you know, man, being in the military, when I was in the military, that whole experience, I was four years of victimhood, bro. Absolute victimhood, man. Couldn't connect to the fact that I made the choice to be there uh, other than to the extent that I never copped out and quit. Like from that perspective, I realized I made a choice and I'm going to honor that choice. But dude, there was so many things about being in the military that didn't, you know, align with who I am, like uh, as a free spirit, as an entrepreneur, as a rebel, you know, as a rule breaker, rule creator, like the real, the military is not that, and you know, the military is like, here's the rules. Um, you're not really Jay, you're a rank. And that's just what it is to it. And if I'm a, but like, it, it's just a different environment, man. So that, yeah, dude, that was four years of like total resistance don't want to be here. I hate that I'm here. I don't like the environment I'm in, you know, in my shit for four years. Yeah. Was there a moment whenever you, you shifted out of that? I mean, was, I mean, obviously leaving the military probably was, was helpful in that, but was there like a moment in time or maybe it was like, you know, a mentor or a coach or, you know, you mentioned Eckhart Tolle, but like, that's a, you don't just, you don't just stumble upon an Eckhart Tolle book, right? Cause he's, I mean, some of his stuff can be pretty deep and it's usually, you know, that's if somebody said, Hey, what's the first book you recommend? It would not be one by him. Right. Cause I mean, he's good, but he can go, he can go deep in the streets and going to blow your mind. How did you, how did you get to that place of, of knowing that you needed to start thinking and being and being different? Like, what was it? with that experience in particular, like how I view that experience or. Yeah. Just, like, like, cause, cause you mentioned life. like, you mentioned like being in the military and it was like, you know, complete victimhood, right? Like you weren't, you weren't looking, you weren't looking to be grateful in that moment. Right. So was yeah. there like, what was the transition or the transitional, like, you know, for, for me, it was like once, cause I did the same thing for like 20 years, I lived in this state of like life was happening to me and not for me. And so it wasn't until I, it wasn't until I kind of started my personal development journey, like when I met Lori and like when I started like just reading books and like, like, oh shit, like this is, this is different, right? This, the way of thinking is different, right? And then I went to my first seminar and like, that was different. It was like, it was just like this staircase of like every, every new step opened my mind to a different level of like the possibilities that I'd never even thought of before. And it was all linked to, you know, life is happening for me. And, and if I could learn to be grateful for that, then I had the opportunity to turn that gratitude into whatever it was I wanted. Amazingness. Like, did you have like in a moment like that? Yeah, dude, I did. Um, it's, it's just, my mind is like blown thinking about these, how these dots are connecting right now, because that guy, I just told you who tagged me on that post a little and while And there's ago. no coincidences. That is totally, that's God no, universe. Bro. Everybody's like being like, here we go. His name is Chris Lee. And he's a, he's a transformational leadership coach, you know, to the stars and below and above, like for, you know, one of the best in the industry. And I took a, personal development course is the first course that I ever took in personal development. And, um, in this, uh, I remember a moment in the training where is, is a, is a training called breakthrough, breakthrough training. And 
the, the moment the training started, right? And it's like the second level. So the group, we all know each other already, but we get a new instructor. It's Chris Lee. And uh, the financial markets had just crashed. So like, oh, eight. And so I had a negative outlook on what was going to happen next. Cause I was running prior to that. I was running a business successful business, but I wasn't doing any good in the world at all. I was being a total asshole. So I'll, I'll even go back a little bit. I got out of the military in Oh three. And then from Oh three to Oh seven total asshole made a lot of money and just not authentic in what I was doing. Let's just say that. And then in the first level of that course, I realized all that. And so I actually, the course ended on a Sunday and then on Monday, I sold my business to my partner and right, it was pause making, really quick. Did you know yeah. you were an asshole at the time or was this hindsight letting you, cause a lot of times we're not aware, you know what I mean? Like we got blinders on, it <laughs> was it hindsight or whatever. No, man. I think on some level, we always know. Yeah. I definitely knew. You know, I was, I was being, and I don't say this to be funny. I was being an asshole to women. I knew that. But, and the reason I was being an asshole is because I was guarding my heart. I was, I was like, about to say, it was I'm going to, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to hurt her so that she can't hurt me. And like, that's how I operated, you know, and then total image, bro. I had like crazy long hair to hear, you know, dark glasses all day. Like I had <laughs> a hat on. I love it. I got, you, you got to send me a pic of that, please. Will, man. Man. All right. I'll, all right. So I'll go so start it. So you sold the business to your, to your, to your partner. Yeah. Sold the business, went from making well over six figures to no figures consciously though. And now I'm in this space of like, what am I going to do? You know? And then I adopted this negative attitude around what am I going to do next? And I started buying into like all this crap about the economy's falling apart. I became like a conspiracy theorist. I'm like, you know, all went down this rabbit hole. And so the breakthrough training started and, uh, on day one moment, one, I stood up in front of their class and I was, and I said something, I don't remember the exact words. It was something to the effect of like, why the fuck would I go and create the life I want or go and work toward a vision when the whole economy and our country is about to collapse? Like, that's what I thought at the time, you know? And uh, this is powerful, was, dude, because there's some people right now that are thinking that very same thing. So yeah, yeah. if you're listening, pause and listen. I don't even know what you're going to say, but I know there's going to be value. So please continue. Yeah. Thank you, man. Thanks for grounding me in that. Cause I was in my shit about that. And, um, Chris Lee, dude, he just turned, he's like, you know, and then it's like zones in on me. And I don't remember what he said to me. I don't even remember the words, man, but he called me out and called me out for being a victim. Totally called me out for being weak, being a victim, and that moment was like, it's up to me to create my reality. It doesn't matter what my perception is about what's happening out there. Like I really have the power. And that moment showed me it like just, he just put a mirror in front of my face and showed me how much of a victim and how weak I was being. And so that, that was the turning point for me. That's got to be a it's a heavy card to to play though, right? When you've got to yeah, dude, you got to say, "Wow, like this this dude's right." You know what I mean? Oh, like, dude, this, I, this dude's right. Like that's that that you know, that that'll strike the ego a little bit though. No, it did, bro. I sat back down <laughs> and shut up. I just sat down and shut up. You know, it's not like in the moment I just became a leader and I was like, right. yeah, like let's go free world. I was like, oh shit. Like, and then I had to go through this whole process of like, look what happens when you speak up. Like, oh my God, that was embarrassing. Like you just made a fool of yourself. You're an idiot. Like I had to go through all of that, yeah. but it also, you know, and then, so then it was a process of like letting that kind of stuff go. And then also I couldn't ever go back and be a victim after that. Like after yeah. it's like, once you see, once I could see that, it was like, okay, wow. Love be this. careful about yeah. the way I view things, you know? Yeah. So that kind of started the transition to this, like more openness and like you understanding, you know, that things weren't happening to you, they're happening for you. And, and you were then able to start to construct the life that you're, you know, that you're currently, you know, you're currently engaged in now. Yeah, totally. That, that, that sort of, that actually, that weekend was a starting point for me, um, starting a, a my next business, 
which was something I wanted to do since I was in high school. So then it took me from like high school till that moment, like 10 years to find the courage to be like, I'm actually going to do this instead of it just because it was like a reality in my mind. And I had built this, <laughs> I built this empire in my mind. And then that, that mm -hmm. weekend, I also realized like, whoa, that empire, that's what I used to call it is only living in my mind. No one knows about it. No one else is living it and it's time to create it. And then that's when I stepped in. I'm not anymore, but that's when I got into the fitness industry and then ultimately created a fitness company and a nutrition company. Um, and was in, you know, was in that, that was my childhood dream. And then I, then I, then it was a process of like, I actually can do this. And then of course there's layers to that of like getting the confidence finding my voice. Cause I didn't have my voice, dude. I used to be so, I used to be so, um, self-conscious when I, when I started, when I became a trainer, like in a former life that I would take clients, I worked at the Y that was my first job. And they had like a cycling room. I would take clients into the cycling room and train them in there. Cause I was embarrassed, um, to be seen, you know, I, <clears throat> cause I was a little bit overweight at that time. Um, you know, I like had the motivation to go and dream, but like my confidence wasn't there. So it was like, yeah. we're going to be one-on-one -on -one over here. Cause I don't want, you know, and I had all these stories made up about what other people thought of me, you know? Yeah. So that, wow. so that was the process of like, too, still like got to let all that confidence stuff go and step into my power. Like while I'm doing this next thing. Yeah. I mean, you're probably able to look back on that now and realize that like, that's the creation of who you are today. Like, you know, it's all of that that you went through that is, you know, has built, you know, the human that you, you know, that you get to be today. I mean, would you agree with that? Dude, I agree with that. Yeah. Cause it's like, we have, we have to face the things that are in our way, the things that frighten us. And so like those being seen, or taking my craft, like taking a craft, like, as you know, it's a, it's a vulnerable thing, whatever your craft is, if you're going to craft something in your mind and then actually boom, speak it and then create it in the world, it's vulnerable. Cause it's yeah. like your own creation. And, but we have to face that because yeah. you're not going to get over it in your mind. You can't work through the scenario in your mind. I mean, you can to a degree, but the magic sauce inside of us is the creation P ability so yeah, definitely like creating it and then facing it, creating it, facing it and all the stuff that didn't work. Like, and that was one way I faced it, it was like, I'm going to train these people, but I'm going to control the way I do it and not be seen. And until eventually I was in a park with like hundreds of people and I was like, whatever, yeah. like, let's go. Yeah. It's like the first time you do like a first, your first live event, you're like, is anybody even going to show up? <laughs> This might just be me. You know what I mean? And so it's like, but I think that's that's through those processes of that creation. It just fortifies what you're supposed to be doing. Now, I mean, now it's like, you know, there's now I, I think to myself, if if one person showed up, I'm going to crush. I'm going to crush it for them. They're, they're going to be they're going to be the luckiest one person on the planet. Right. Totally. I'm going to give them the juice and it's going to be amazing. So, I mean, I think, you know, if everybody could listen to the, you know, kind of the stories that you've been telling, it's like everybody's going through, gone through, or will go through some things. And if you can start to look at those things as those are the building blocks or the foundation, which you get to build the rest of your life on, like the new creations, right? Because we're continually creating, like you've said a few times, um, that's what we get to build that on. And, and it's, nobody's found, nobody's creation is built upon the perfect foundation ever. Like everybody has gone through something. And like you said, a while ago, you know, you were in this place of like, Hey, why would I build something now? Because look at the, look at the economy, look at the government, look at the stock market, look at the blah, 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 blah. Right now, somebody listening is like, why should I even try right now? Like, cause there's so much noise and negativity and, and who knows what's going to happen if I'm not this, or if I am that, or if I'm this or whatever, then you have to stop thinking like that. You've got to just understand that you're the creator of your own, you know, your own world, your own universe. And you can't have to stop being the victim. Like, you know, was it Chris? Is that his name? Chris Lee. Yeah. Yeah. Like Chris told you, Hey bro, the victim time is over. Like it's time for you to be a victor. And so everybody listening has got to start thinking to, to think of that. And I think what, you know, Sean and I both have gotten really good at is, is using gratitude 
to make those shifts in those really challenging times. Because I'll speak for you. Can I, you tell me if I'm wrong? I'm not immune to nonsense. Like I'm not immune to chaos. I'm not immune to overwhelm or noise or whatever it is. But what I'm really good at is quickly becoming aware of that and then putting myself back into alignment. And the tool I use, I'll, I'm gonna, just so you guys don't know that I'm not crazy. On this page right here, it says, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I start every gratitude with the words, thank you in a giant exclamation mark. I make these funny, weird looking exclamation points. It's like a cartoonish. <laughs> I start every gratitude like that. And so this is one of my journals. It just sits on my desk. And throughout the day, I will literally stop what I'm doing, grab my pen, and I will just start writing. And I start every one of them with thank you. Because it's like the trigger for me to get into that place to say, okay, no matter what's going on here or there, the noise, or when I leave this office or when I leave this house, like if I can be thankful and grateful for what I have and the opportunities in front of me, I'm good. It's, it's like a force field. It's like I'm going to be impenetrable to any nonsense that comes my way. Dude, that's powerful. So do you, you, do you like, do you do that when you feel like you're getting stuck or just like anytime you just have a feeling of a thought of like yeah. being at something you're thankful for, you just, you have the habit of stopping and then writing it down or kind both, of or? both. Yeah, both. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's kind of a practice that I'll just find myself doing. So every, I have a, in my kitchen, I have a, a, a gratitude jar that I write these little cards every morning and then I put it in the jar. And at the end of the year, I've got 365, you know, gratitudes on a card um, but, you know, in my journal, like at my desk, like I'll always just, you know, periodically, like when you and I get off this, this, this Zoom, I'll, I'll immediately write my experience here and how grateful I am for this opportunity for us to connect and in, in something that something special that came from that, right? That's not, not even in my brain yet. I won't even know until I pick up my pen, you know, I'll write, thank you. And then I'll, I'll say something to the effect of, you know, I'm grateful for, you know, the energy that Sean and I you know, shared and then something will come through me and I'll just write it down. And I do do it a lot when I feel, I don't know, I don't, I don't, honestly, I'm, I'm lucky that I don't feel way out of alignment ever, um, occasionally, but when I start just to feel like maybe not centered, you know what I mean? Like, like I've, I've got like my energy is kind of just like vibrating a little bit either too robustly or not high enough. I'll always do that. I'll go to my journal and I'll just write the things down of like, you know, the abundance that I'm grateful for and like the awesomeness of my life and, you know, just how I, you know, how thankful I am. It's, it's just a simple practice, but it, I mean, it really rewires your brain. Yeah, man. I, it's like a metering process almost. It's like kind of how you keep yourself uh, grounded. And what, what I find just so powerful about that and about like that process or a meditative process or a journaling process, or whatever, it's like, you, we always have the ability to create, like, that's the beautiful thing. And like, it doesn't matter if you did it yesterday, or if you put a note in there last Monday, it's like today, are you going to do huh? it today or not? Huh? And so and I think so often we get focused on like the things that aren't working or what we don't have. And then we're focused on, then it's like all about the past. And it's like, where, when I hear you talk, it's like all about right now, what am I grateful for right now? And then yeah. from that space, you can get into like, what's next. Yeah. Like, That's what, one of my, th one of my key things for myself is to be present. Right. And that keeps me present because if I can just, if I just pause and write down in the moment, like I can't be in the past and I can't be in the future. I can't be, I'm like right now. And my favorite word is equanimity, like meaning neither too high nor too low. And I find that that practice like keeps me in an, you know, keeps equanimity, you know, as my, as my benchmark. And so, yeah, it works for me amazingly, man. I, I love it. And it just keeps me so, it, it's, it's a mood enhancer as well. It's like, you can't do this and, and be in a place or space of like, you know, of, of angst or anything like that. So for me, it's like, it's, you know, it's a natural, natural Prozac. It is a natural Prozac. Yeah. Great way. And like you said, presence, that's a big one for me too. Yeah. Cause as a visionary, day. you're, you're consistently thinking you're like, Oh my, that would be awesome. Like I should do that. Well, I'll call you know, as a creator. Right. And as, as creators, like we're consistently thinking about like, Oh my God, that's going to be so great. You know? And so it's important for us to like, okay, what, what about right now? Like what in, in this very, very moment. Right. And I do, I, I really use it 
like before and after like a situation like this. Cause when I'm talking to somebody like it's, it's imperative that I'm present, right? Like I've got, like I'm doing an interview right after you, but I don't even want to think about that because I'm like, I want to be here. Cause if I'm not right here, I'm going to miss something. And it may not even be something you say. It may just be an energy that I know needs to be expanded or expounded upon. And so I think that's, that's the, the beauty of presence. Dude, it's everything. Presence is everything. There's nothing, there's like nothing. This is something I got, you know, Eckhart Tolle said, but it's like, there's, there's nothing wrong right now. You know, and most, most often we can look if we're worried or stressed or whatever, you can stop and really, and ask, like, is there really anything wrong in this moment? Right. And it's and like, no. no, yeah, no, yeah, everything's no. great. Yeah. Things, things get wrong when we start future casting, right? We either future cast or we, we go into the past and we try to drum up all of these reasons to, to be angst, have angst with ourselves or with somebody else or with all of those things. And I'm like, you know, what I try to tell people is like, that's just that you talked about earlier. So giving your power away, it's like what I've gotten better at the older, the older I get is like, why would I give that that person place thing or event from my past, why would I give them my power? They already had it once, right? And it, and it wasn't, wasn't beneficial. So why would I continually give that to them? And so I'm really good at protecting that energy and saying, well, if I'm, in, if I'm right here right now, that doesn't exist, right? And so if it doesn't exist, then it can't take away my power. I can only be in this place or space that I'm at. So that's something I try to use just to be like really just laser focused and centered. Yeah, man. Dude, well said, bro. Thank you, dude. And this is one of the yeah. reasons I wanted to have you on, man, because here's what people don't understand. Maybe they do. I shouldn't say, but people don't understand. Here's what I wish people understood more. When you surround yourself with a, and it's, it's not, the, it's not the, the meat suit. It's not what that person does or says or anything like that. When you surround yourself with, a, with energetic feels and, and people that you know, have that same energy. As I was talking to a buddy of mine, Lance, who's going to be on the 12 days of gratitude. And I simply said to him, when I think of your name, it makes me happy, right? He doesn't have to be there. He doesn't have to be present. He doesn't have to see his face. And then he, you know, when we were having the conversation, he was talking about gratitude and he, he gave a really great explanation. Um, he was talking about Dr. Joe Dispenza because he had just gone to a couple of Dr. Joe things and it's really tapped into that. And he was talking about how um, having an open heart and I'd never thought of it or, or in those terms, right? But if you looked at your heart as like this vessel of energy, right? Not the blood and all that, but just it's the vessel of energy that's kind of our, kind of the nucleus for who we are. And if that's open and then you're able to give and receive from that place, he was like, that's what true gratitude is for me. And I was like, damn, dude, I love that. It's so good. It's so love awesome. That too, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah, you would love Lance. Wow. I mean, same, same energy, same everything. And he's an amazing human, but, that, but that's just it. It's like, you know, I don't even, you and I barely know each other. But when, you're, when your name comes into my brain, it's that energy. It's a, just a feeling. It's an emotion. It's an energy that is attached to it because of the, the connection that we shared the very first time that we spoke, right? And, and if, you'll, if you can become aware of that, like those are the people that you guys need to be spending the most time with, right? Yeah, dude, absolutely. And it's so powerful because like, how often do we get, you know, wrapped up in, well, the media does this all day. He said, she said, yeah. whatever media you're listening to, that's, that's one of their main tactics is like, they'll interview somebody and then they'll be like, what are your thoughts on so-and-so? So-and-so said this, right. you know? And then like, now you're listening to the media person interview someone on their experience of someone else. And like, that's creating an experience for you, you know, and, and probably not a good one. They're sort no. of crafting the experience for you. And, but it works in the other way. Also, like you're saying, like, I don't even know Lance. And when you say Lance, you get lit up and it makes me feel happy. Yeah. You have a smile on your face, right? It's, it's, yeah. I'm, that's the power of frequency and energy and connection. And people are like, oh, okay, these two dudes are off the chart. Listen, I will assure you of this. You can think that me, Sean, Lance, any are as crazy as can be, but I, I promise you guys, this is this is where it is. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you're not in, if you're not in relationships 
with people that make you feel this way, I want to, uh, you're missing out on, on, on an amazingness of life. And so you don't have to, you don't have to, you don't have to seek them out. You don't have to, you don't have to put an ad in the paper. You just have to be open to that feeling of when you, when you do get a chance to correspond and interject with somebody, it's like, it's a feeling and an emotion that you get, right? Be in the only way you can get it is if you're present. And I think oh, that's a lot dude. of times why we, yeah, we miss out because in this conversation, you're thinking about what you're going to do next. Right. And so there's no way you could be, you, we could connect energetically because you're not, your energy is not present. You know what I mean? And so it's got, you have to be present in the moment. Yeah, you do. Right. It's like that is presence. And then like authenticity and also, um, you, you can't expect like speaking to the audience now, like, I, I think people get it. I think they're like, yeah, like I want more positive people around me or whatever. So it's like, okay, how do you do that? Well, what Jay just said with, through being present and, and also you gotta be authentic. And also you can't wait for those people to come in and be awesome around you. And then you be where you are. You, you gotta, cause when you're going to attract people in one of my mentors, she says this and it's sort of brutal, but she's like, if you're going to, she has a big tribe, like hundreds of people. Right. And she's like, if she, has, she puts these big events on. And so she, and so she coaches us though, like she coaches the people. She's like, if you're going to come to the event and be, she said this last week, actually in San Diego, she's like, you know, during the breaks, when you're talking to other people, are you being somebody who's complaining about the event or are you being, you know, positive about the event? And she goes, if you're the one that's complaining, I promise you're not going to get a chance to do it again because those people aren't going to come around you again. So it's it's so powerful because it's like, you got, yes, like if you want a great tribe, then, okay. Also like you got to turn the mirror around too. And, and there's a, a piece of you that needs to recognize what are my conversations? You know, what am I putting out? What am I bringing into this? And, and maybe it's just presence, right? Maybe that's the thing is yeah. simply being present with that person and that's it. And that's such a gift. A good trigger to use. And something I think about is, is I am responsible for the energy that I bring into every room or every conversation or every interaction. If you re- if you'll take on the responsibility of, of being responsible for your energy, you don't need to worry about anything else because you'll show up with the, you know, in the best presence of yourself. And that's where you have to, that's where you have to come from. Right. And then you're going to attract people who are doing the exact same thing. And which is why we're here today, brother. I appreciate you doing this for me, man. Thank you so much. Dude, I didn't do anything for you, bro. I'm doing this with you, man. You're, you're, you're a gift, man. I appreciate Thank you dude. just spending time with you and talking about awesome stuff. So yeah, man, you well, know, thanks for the- doing this and having me on. This will be one of many, man. I love you, brother. Thank you for being on the 12 Days of Gratitude. And uh, I'll talk to you soon. All right, my brother. Love you too, man. All right, man. Talk to you soon. Bye. All righty. Bye.